Welcome to the Eagle Eye Podcast. The number one show to bring you all things Club America in English. From tactical analysis to player updates. We've got you covered on all the latest news on Las Aguilas. Now, let's start the show. This is the Eagle Eye Podcast. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to another episode of the Eagle Eye Podcast. Today, we're going to be recapping that semi-final dramatic twist and turns that everything happened at the Estadio Azteca and away at the Estadio Afonso Lastras. And of course, we're going to be talking about the final, previewing it four years since we've been uh, in discussion of a final. And uh, it's going to be pretty fun, pretty interesting. A lot to talk about, a lot to kind of, you know, dissect and dig into. So uh, let's just get started. And joining me, of course, across the board, we have quite a packed uh, house tonight. And uh, I'm going to start off here at the bottom of me is none other than New York's favorite resident, Christian Rosendo. Christian, how are you, my friend? I'm doing good, brother. I hope everyone's doing well. Um, obviously, ecstatic that we finally made another final after four years. Um, you know, it was it was a long time overdue. I think that we've we've done enough to be in finals in the previous seasons, but thankfully everything worked out. Thankfully, we got through the hurdle that was um, San Luis, and now we have a couple more days left to kind of really enjoy this and uh, and, and see where it takes. And hopefully, hopefully, finally the elusive Catorce comes home to Estadio Six. I know we're all going to be dreaming about that 14th, and until that becomes a reality, we're going to be itching and we're going to be dreaming about it. But all right, uh, let me uh, introduce your basically next door neighbor. It is none other than AJ himself. AJ, how are you, my friend? Doing good. Um, finally, it's been a while. In a final, um, maybe I might have emotions for this team again because I've been null of emotions from this team ever since we lost in 2019. But maybe this might be the time. You know, I might have lagrimas of joy if we lift the port. So I'm hoping that will end up happening. Of course, absolutely. And I think we all we will all join you in shedding a tear or two if Henry Martin does lift that trophy come Sunday. And then, of course, let me introduce the man who's keeping his word after last uh, after last episode where he said if America finally gets through that hurdle of semifinals, he would come on the podcast and he would show his beautiful, gorgeous face. It is none other than SoCal's oh, Chris Rivera. Chris. <laughs> Don't lie to me. Don't, don't add the beautiful part. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm everything can be subjective so... here, but I'm just saying. <laughs> All, right. All right. Well, I feel good, man. I had to keep my word. I'm very shy, if you can tell, but <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I'm happy. I, I I had to do something like that in order for us to pass through. I feel you know. Absolutely. Now the next no, step I, is that title. No, no, of course, of course. And I think we're all feeling feeling like that right now. And we're all itching for that 14th, like like we mentioned with Chris, um, with Christian, excuse me. We got Louis here, Louis on the chat. He says uh the final goes to penalties, although he's Whoa. already jumping the gun already. What Damn. That's just not ideal. Not ideal, Louis. This is not what we want to live up to. Um, but our favorite and beloved cowboy will be joining us a little bit uh, later during the show. So keep an eye out for that. Dylan will be making an appearance. He's running just a little late, but he will be making it to talk about the final. 
Um, but all right, gentlemen, before we do, you know, start digging into what the game is going to be on Thursday and Sunday, we first of all have to talk about that hurdle, that oh so hurdle that we have been aching to get over for the past three years, almost four to be exact. So <clears throat> how did you guys feel? Because I posed the question last week on Monday when we when we podcasted, what was the what were the chances of this game being kind of sealed and and done for America in the first leg? And Christian, you mentioned this specifically. If America's firing on all cylinders, they're at their best, then of course the game could be wrapped up. And that's exactly I think what we saw in the game on Wednesday. Right. No, so um it it was beautiful. I, I think that we were all we were all relieved, we were all shocked. Um we all were just finally like so excited this go out there and just take it by the, I guess, you know, this by the horn. Um, we, we showed up. We, we proved that we were the best team in the league. Uh, we did everything right. I don't think we did one thing wrong that, that whole game. And, you know, if that kind of helped us, right? Um, it helped us in the sense that, like, we can go into a semifinal match, away leg, more relaxed, um, not having to chase a goal or not having to kind of put the do numbers in our head thing of the score ends like this. So we still go through. Um, it was one of those. It was one of those feelings where you kind of knew you were in the final, even though you didn't want to say it. But we all kind of just felt that we were already in the final, right? And we haven't had one of those in so, so, so many years. Um, I, I was, I was so happy after the first half. Like I think, I, I think after the first half, we kind of knew that we were in the final. Um, so I, I don't think there was there was any point uh, that we thought that someone was going to come into the second and beat us for nothing at halftime. I just didn't think. Um, so for for me for me it was it was it was a good feeling, and uh, it was something that I think we all wished for, and I'm happy that we. Oh yeah, we we definitely got it, and I don't know, AJ, was it a bit of a surprise to you to see that America was so dominant and yet so persistent to keep on scoring in in this away leg, knowing that if you even took a two nil victory to the Azteca, you probably had a lot of favor go your way. Um. Yeah. No, I felt confident in the team just doing what they had to do. Just, you know, even like the spots like being up like 3 0 to half, you just knew from the scenes like, no, we want more. That's like the whole thing you got to keep in mind. I think if as like it's still 0 0, you still got 45 minutes left to play, definitely score adding more goals to the aggregate than go away at home comfortably, just knowing that for the most part, like you most like your to the bomb, you know, just to have a good first showing for the fans, see like, you know, how's the team going to be playing in the first game, the first leg of any series, the most important one, something that could be a determining factor. You know, maybe, and if you don't show up in that first game, you may have a chance at the second one, but sometimes, you know, some series can maybe be determined by that first game. Omega looked at it that way. They did a strong showing away at Alfonso Lastras, 5 0, comfortably, and everyone could comfortably even say that, yeah, Omega are, are, are already sealed their way into the pond. They got their ticket to it. So, yeah, no, um, confident with the team, with the way that they performed in that first game. Yeah, I mean, it it was it was nice. I mean, the feeling is all all in all, you can say and describe it was as nice because, like Christian mentioned, you don't want to necessarily say it after the first leg that you're into the final, but you have such a big solid gap that you're thinking, well, yeah, we probably are in, you know. And and <clears throat> I saw um, our buddy Miggy online posted uh, it was a gif of uh, Kobe Bryant saying, you know, this is basically saying the job's not done, right? Like, there's still a second leg to do. Um, 
and which we'll talk about because I think none of us, I think, expected the game to unfold the way it did. And I, I, some of us did expect for America to be a little bit more relaxed, but I don't think any of us expected them to be as poor as they were on Sunday. But again, it, I mean, as much as frustrations were built up that, that day, at the end of the day, you walk away with, well, we're still in the final. Like, you know, like, what can I complain about? So, yeah, interesting. Chris, uh, Kevin has in, the interpretation that you were supposed to be shirtless after this reveal. I don't know exactly <laughs> whether or not he took that, uh, just kidding, as, <laughs> as, as a joke itself. But um, I, I'm always shirtless when I'm not, I don't have the camera. That's what I was trying to say. Not that I'm going to come out shirtless. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go, Kevin. There's your answer being, uh, your question being answered. Excuse me. Um, but yeah, I mean, walk me through kind of your just interpretation and your feelings of 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 the game after after Wednesday. You see the result, you see the scoreline, you see the way that we perform. I mean, hats off to the team and Hardine for pushing the team to continue to go forward. I mean, you were you just like, okay, that's it, boom, we're into the final. Don't even don't even need to show up on on Sunday because we could have just not showed up on Sunday. We would have lost that game three zero. Saturday. And uh Saturday, Saturday, excuse me. We lost that game six three zero, you know, by default. And we somehow would still have made it into the final. I mean I'll tell you what we did. <laughs> we didn't show up on Saturday. If you were being honest, yeah. like we'll we'll get into it a little bit later, but um and I'm I'm sure we're gonna have a di- different discussion because I think uh I think I think it's two v two on the performances aspect of, of what happened on Saturday, but mm-hmm. we'll get into that. But um yeah, no. So I, I guess at the end of the day, the the whole the big picture was to make it to the final. That's I think uh, I think I speak for all of us and said that you know after the final whistle blown, we kind of just that that was all that that was on our mind. Who are we gonna play? Is it gonna be us or is it gonna be Pumas? And how are we gonna start? Yeah, and then I think the preparations started. You know, from the get go, I, I think after the first game, you kind of thought, okay, maybe it might go towards Tiga's direction, which it ultimately ended up going to. But I think you start planting your head in either scenario. And then once you have a definitive answer, you kind of run with that. So we'll see how well Harinette plants his side. And we'll talk about that a little bit later on in the show. Um, but yeah, let's, let's talk about Saturday. Let's just get it done and dusted with. All right. So AJ and Chris are on the side of who cares what happens. We had the ticket already secured on, uh, after Wednesday's game doesn't even matter if we showed up with just nothing but U15 players out there. And then there's me and Christian who are on this side saying, you know what? I think it shows a lot of character as to how you come and play a game like that. And the fact that you played in such a lackadaisical way where you didn't really necessarily show up shows a bad image, not just for the team, but the institution as a whole. And so Chris, I want you to defend your side. What? Why was it okay for America to lose 2-0 against San Luis and really not even put their hands in the fire necessarily? Well, for me, it's it's several things. For starters, you have to let San Luis come to you in that. San Luis wasn't doing. That. Secondly, I think it it becomes one of these situations where, let's say America does go all out, right? Our offense just goes all out we get an injury. Well, this is not the time for injuries. We're already in. Like you guys said, we didn't want to publicly say it, right? A lot of us were just like, it's 
football, anything could happen. We've seen a couple years ago, I think Cruz Azul had a 5-0 lead against Pumas, and then Pumas scored five or six on them. So obviously, like, you have to just respect your opponent, even though they're not in the same level, you could say, right? So for me, I guess there's perspectives, right? I'm not okay with that performance for the home crowd. Because for me, it's just, you know, you're kind of stealing money from them in a way. From a, from a, from a, just a full perspective of everything, don't go and risk anything. Go and just let them come to you because they're going to open up and, and they have to open up in order to try to even score six on it. And they weren't even doing that. Leon didn't do that either, if we're being honest. So I think that's, that's just the, 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 the mindset. I will say, though, I won't be happy to do that against Tigres. I think Tigres have shown in the past final that if you were to just relax and sit back, they're going to score on you. And that's the only thing I'll say on that. Uh, but personally, I was okay. You know, I, six goals was way too much for them. And I, I just, I'm like, okay, the result doesn't even matter, if we're being honest. Like, a 2-0 doesn't matter. I don't know if you guys, uh, you guys didn't answer my question in the chat, but before the game uh, started, I asked you, which result would you guys be like worried, even if we don't get eliminated, like a two zero three zero? And I'm and I'm sure like you guys are gonna say it's not necessarily the result, but the performance, right? Yeah, yeah. No, I I, I agree. I think <clears throat> it's the performance. I mean, I didn't walk away from that game on on Saturday and think, oh my gosh, we're doomed. Like, I I didn't necessarily think this is the America we're gonna get, uh, for the final. It's just frustrating seeing and knowing exactly what this team is capable of and underperforming in such a just such a terrible way is just I don't know. Christian, what's your rebuttal to Chris's argument? It's just like um, so you you look at the the eleven and obviously we're gonna go with rotations. Even after the first game, we all kind of knew that there was a chance there was gonna be at least at least four four to five rotations in that starting eleven because it'd be the smart thing to do, you know. We're in the final already. It, there's no need to risk your best guys. I understand that. However, though, you look at our replacements for those starters, Cabecita, Richard Sanchez, Leo Suarez, um, Chava Reyes, Isra Reyes. Like, these could all be starters on different teams. And we're going to be honest, these, that 11 that we put out is still better than the San Luis's best 11, if we're being honest. So to go in there, in home, at the Azteca, you're not proving that. You're, you're not proving that you basically deserve to wear the jersey. You're not proving that you can, can answer the call and say, okay, listen, all you got to do is just make things easy for us. Just go out there, score one goal. That's all you had to do, literally, just score one goal in the first half. All you had to do, and the whole game was just going to wind out. Like, nothing else was going to happen. It could have been 1-1, one, 1-0. One, one, I promise we're not having time. But the fact that we weren't able to do that with the players that we had on the field and even when, when we brought on the starters, it kind of didn't seem like we were going to do that. But they still scored another one on us, even when we brought on the starters. So it's just like, it's just, it's just a terrible performance. It's not a performance that, like Chris said, was worthy of the America crowd, the Azteca crowd that, you know, paid a lot of good money to go see their team in a semifinal. That was a semifinal worthy performance. Um, and it just, like that just shows a bad image, a bad representation of what the club does. AJ, I saw a lot of division in, in on, on Twitter. A lot of Americanistas kind of falling on your guys' side, being like, oh, who cares? We're in the final already. Like, let's go. And a lot of Americanistas kind of on our end, too, saying this is kind of disgraceful. How are you going to 
put on that type of performance. It's a semifinal. You're at home. You're in front of your home crowd. It's almost a sellout. Like, you know, <clears throat> have more respect, have more dignity to put on a performance. Tell me, why do you fall on your side of the category that you thought, okay, this is fine. Like you, I think you even said it yourself, like, I'm not even taking this game as serious just as much as the players are. I mean, when you look at the margin of like five nil, I know it's um, like anything can happen. But when you hear a statistic that San Luis since the start of their club have never scored that many goals in a single game alone since they were in Ascenso. And when you're facing as a team like America, which if I'm trying to think, I don't think they even beat us. I think they've only beaten us like like once or twice maybe during their time we played against each other. In a game like this, they know they have to do everything to their ability to even manage six goals because that's what they need. Even they scored five, we're still gonna move ahead because of the because of this in the table. We invite we invite to do everything they possibly can. They put out the best starting eleven. And the fact that these players didn't really take advantage of it against an America side, which it was a mix of a first team and a second team, Sonics didn't bring anything. It's like they were doing their abilities. We were given the opportunity to jump for our final third. Jordan did they possibly can, and they just couldn't do it. Even maybe some of the players too just seemed like this task is impossible. We got two, but that's not going to be enough. There's some of those little players that these boys didn't have like any kind of idea. So on my end, it's just like the players know in their head, they're like, they got this, even though you should never really underestimate any opponent, because I feel like, in a way, like, you're kind of, like, showing, like, a lack of respect for other teams, but at the same time, that other team, you're, that other team, you're giving them all that opportunity in a way, it's like, alright, see what the other team do, and we invite them to our, to our side of the pitch, what they can do. They just ended up never doing nothing, really, despite us just, you know, having, um, having a team base with the uh, first and second they just they didn't show up to the occasion. They didn't make the most of their opportunities. That's on San Luis' fault at the end. So I really feel like we were. I was fine with this, and not necessarily it's going to be. Like, hopefully, I, God forbid, this how this team is going to play against these. I really do not want to see or Jardine going to put in like like the same thing. It's like, oh yeah, I'm going to put a per, um one half of the first game and then the, and then the other half of the second. And I also feel like as well, we really don't want to be showing everything the game plan that we have um the deepest in this final, which I feel is an important thing. I understand the thing where it's like in every single game, you should play your best starting 11, but you can think of like some of the other things, you know, like a risk of injury to one of our best players. Like if it could be like Quinones, for example, we lose him. It's like, oh, that's one of like our best providers in, in terms of the attack and being able to create opportunities out of the way. So then you, at that point, you don't really don't want to risk anyone. And then second of all, you don't really want to show Pumas or Tatis by the when the game wasn't this um decided the war game plan's gonna be. So you know, I think Jelly Nails took this chance of the opportunity. Like, okay, the bench haven't played in some time. We the uh, players who are on the bench usually coming from the second half. He's gonna give them the opportunity to see what they can do. Which ultimately this game we didn't really produce much, but I feel like just the team was just more in a relaxed state. We really weren't going to be going all out. I understand the complaints that people were then now are saying like these players shouldn't like these players who were on the bench that played that started in the second game shouldn't play for America. But at the same time, you're looking at this team, it's like, but did this team really give their 100% throughout the full 90 minutes? My opinion, I don't think they did really. So that's why I fall on my end to where I was just relaxing, just saying, we got this in a bag. We're good. There's nothing stressed out about. The only way they literally would have scored six if we just sat on the pitch and literally did nothing. As of like we were in some kind of protest. Probably the only other way they could have scored the six goals on the second. 
don't say that because then Dinak is gonna get you know all, <laughs> <laughs> all happy thinking no. he's gonna be able to score from no. from from the get go. Um, <clears throat> look, I I understand your guys' argument, and and I'm not gonna discredit it. I'm not gonna say no. You're you're wrong because you guys do make some very good compelling arguments in the fact that yes, this game is already one for why risk a couple of players, but I'm also falling towards Christian's side. If I am a bench player playing for America, knowing that I'm going to be in a final to potentially win the, the mythical 14th, I want to just work my ass off and know that I'm going to be able to try to impress the manager to try to get a spot here or there, maybe even minutes to give him that confidence to be like, you know what, if something goes South, I want him to be thinking of me first to come on and be able to, kind of switch the play up or try to maybe even be the hero coming off the bench. But no one, no one really, no one really cared. I think like I honestly thought Cabecita was going to come off because he was having a terrible game. Absolutely a shocker of a game, it's, it's but he like was just too, right. And like that, you, you have the players, even with the, like I said, even with the 11 out there, it shouldn't have been like the, the performance that we gave. We, we, me and you, Ivan, we bring up the, the, the example from last year against Puebla. You know, mm-hmm. we, that game was, that series was already done and dusted too. And we still came to the second, and we still scored four or five on them with the B team. Yeah. There was nothing, nothing hard about that. The same, the same thing. But they had to come to us. They had to score because they were the ones down. Same exact scenario. It's just, we just took it and we, okay, we're going to end it here. We're not going to let you, even you guys be for a second. So why couldn't, why couldn't that be repeated again in the semifinal? Yeah. I, and, and, I mean, <clears throat> it's just frustrating because we we wanted to see better. And to be honest, it came from Hadne. I, I think he even came out and he said, you know, it was it was a calculated risk. It was making sure that we came in with fresh legs with some of these players that had a lot of minutes. AKA wait, wait, we, we all knew what was going to happen, right? But I think we're all in agreement yeah. that rotations were going to happen. Yeah. I don't know why he told his bench players just take it easy. Like if, like if they're the ones that need to be worried about. Well, if, they, if, um, if, he, if he's so afraid of the like the injury aspect of it, I understand it and I I, I get it. But I don't think that warrants a performance like that. Though. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, it's, I agree. Even though you're not giving a hundred, I still think you could still beat San Luis not playing at a hundred. I'm not saying go out there and win four or five nothing. I I know that that's probably going to be unlikely and was. Definitely unlikely from the get go. A zero zero, a one nothing, like that 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 wasn't possible. Can I can I add that he used to coach that team and maybe there's a lot of respect from his his side? It's easy for us to say like oh it's San Luis, right? But he trained with majority of those players no, I every get single it. day. I get it, but it's just like So there's a respect, you know, and he knows the 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 the, the coach because he it was his assistant, okay. I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Yeah. So just, it's, yeah. It, there's a respect. Maybe it was just like they know something about me or I know something about them, you know? In the end of the day, bro, we can't underestimate in this sport. Like, to an extent, we do, right? To an extent, we look at salaries. To an extent, we look at rosters, talent, whatever, coaches. But, like, what if we opened up and the the players that you're talking about having a bad game still have a bad game? And they opened up and they Richard is still having a bad game. Cabecita's still having a bad game. Israel Reyes is still having a bad game. It's more realistic, you know? Like, Malagón did block several. Malagón. Yeah, so no, if it, it wasn't it, for him, we would have conceded those five. So, like, I get where you guys are saying, but at the same time, if he doesn't play the way he played, 
those goals that Malagón does block, like, they end up happening because, I mean, a goalkeeper could only block, like, how many shots, you know? But see, but yeah. that's also the thing, though. Like, San Luis was, was, was knocking on the door, basically, so to say. Right? So Malagón had to keep making those shots. What happens when you score a goal on them? Now they have to score What's over? seven. Yeah. No, You're looking at your teammate, bro. We got to score seven now? Like, like, yeah, damn. bro. Yeah. Like, like, why am I gonna continue to just peg if I'm not gonna score seven anymore? I, well, well, I'm that I do agree with. I, I do I agree with that. I just wanted one goal. I do agree yeah. with that. One goal. I just wanted one goal. That's it's all I want. One nothing. A one one. Even I don't care. Don't 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 give me that bullshit. You gave me like that was. Yeah. That I, was I, I, get, I get that. But I get. That. All right. Well, I'm I'm curious to hear where this uh because we we know Christian, you and me, we fall on one side. AJ Chris fall on the other side. I'm curious to hear where our beloved cowboy falls under the category of was it the result okay or did you expect more from this America side or demand more from America? Dylan, welcome to the pod. Ben, Ivan, how, how many times, how long? I was in college, you know, we, we talked about a couple of times. I know it's been a while since we have, but honestly, and this might be an unpopular Dylan opinion. I don't care because we're still in the final. That's all that matters. Okay. Um, I ain't gonna read much into it. Honestly, um, yeah, I guess. Oh, it is. So, uh, I can think like, sure, I can, I can, I can see both sides big here, but I think I'm coming up in the middle. I'm gonna say, look, like we, we broke this curse, you know, um, of semifinal season ending, uh, especially the heartbreak that everybody talked about. But damn, like I'm happy to be here. Like we're talking about a final, thing. so like that. That's just where I want to be. I can care less about that. We get to like here we oh, are. Let's just go. Yeah, let's just let's rock and roll. Like let's go. Like I ain't care. Like I'm but now. Like let's go. Come on. <clears throat> so you would say that you know it, it's better that it ha- well yeah right it's better that it happened now than in any oh, other situation. No, I like it. I like I, I like Dylan's uh, train of thought here. I think it sh- it shifted a lot of us in, in the right direction. Um, but yeah, you're right. It's been like we mentioned in the beginning of the podcast four four years since we've been in a situation like this, gentlemen. Um, I I mean yes, at the end of the day. We'll chalk it up to either poor mentality or, or or just a bad coaching decision. But at the end of the day, um, don't worry, I'll fix that right now. Uh, right. But at the end of the day, you get the ticket, and and that's kind of what you wanted. But now here we go. We got Tigres. How do you guys feel about that? You guys think this is? Um, I, I'll talk to you, AJ, first. Is 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 this a perfect opportunity to get revenge after that terrible Christmas? Of course. I still have haunting memories. I mean, I'm wearing the exact same jersey where these players ended up losing on that exact day. So, the opportunity for this team to get revenge for that. And two, don't forget the revenge of the women's team. I not want to witness um, these win for both the women, for the women's league and the men's league. I not want to see that. So, it's perfect time for America to finally capitalize, get their revenge. It's been a while since also been in the finals too. So, I really want America you know, to go all out so, um, the thing is, you know, why America are, are worthy of winning that 14th and why, and why they're in Mascarada. Well, alrighty then. Okay. I like it. I like it. 
Chris, your your initial thoughts on on having Tigres as as an opponent? Uh, stylistically, I do. I, I'm a little bit worried, just because I think this is a better Tigres than the one that Chivas faced last year. I think we're seeing a more informed team. I'm not saying I don't believe in in our team, right? But I do think our last two ligas didn't give wars. Like Leon or San Luis didn't really give us much if, if compared to what, you know, Pumas and, and Tigre just had, or just in general. It, it, I don't, I'm sure you guys probably agree to an extent. These games haven't really felt like other Ligia games. It just, other Ligia games, you feel like it's toe to toe. And maybe Leon gave us that in the first game, but second game was that. So from a style perspective, a, a little bit worried. But I'm confident, in, or not confident, but I, I do believe in in our players. I do think stylistically, while they might not be the best matchup against us, I think stylistically we're not the we're not uh, the best for them either. You know, I think I think we're we're capable of, of punching them in the mouth, and I think they also have uh, uh, their their center back. I think this is also a game for Henry Martin to really become uh, a referente for this club historically. And I think Tigres has that 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 weakness in their squad to give them those opportunities. All right. Okay. Dylan, I know you said you're ready to punch him in the mouth and just like Chris mentioned on uh right now. <clears throat> your thoughts on, on Tigres and the uh eventual lineup that we're gonna be facing against them. Um yeah, like like that um Especially, I think this is a little bit more, especially for some of the players, because I think the one thing that 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 uh, you always recognize is that a bunch, a bunch of players they've been playing together for a while now, and who's one player that's playing is that some of the players have played with for the while. You know, I I think they probably the, the interview that he had that he wants to put the trophy in that gun and thing. Um, I think that a lot of the players, especially those good with him. Um, you know, I I think they're looking at it as as like um not gonna lift nothing at, at our home stadium. So you could have stayed with us and lifted it with us, but you're not. So I think there's there's a lot to play for. I think it's gonna be a pretty uh, uh series, especially if um you know some of these players are, are you know gonna play a little bit aggressive, you know, I think we're gonna see that. Um but obviously not too aggressive, hopefully that that uh, one of the medical players off, but um you know, I just think there's there's a lot to play for. Not since that, like I said, it hasn't been. It's been a while since we've been to the final, but just factors, just uh, um, you know, beat the this this Hill team that you know, everybody I was talking about. I think there's a lot good, that's gonna gonna come out. That's why I'm not worried about happening. I feel like there's a lot more going. Into this, but like, no, yeah, okay. Ultimately. I agree with you in that sense, Christian. Does this does this matchup yet again kind of uh, solidify the sense that they are our true clásico? <laughs> you know, it's funny you say that because I've been seeing a lot of discussion now recently. Is this the the nuevo clásico with football mexicano? Right. Um, it just seems like there. This is the only team that risen up to the occasions in terms of meeting us in in high intense matches. We've had a lot of finals with them recently. Three, if I'm not mistaken. Mm, or yes, before, so. actually. And yeah. we had a, we had two two league two league finals, one Concacaf Champions League final, one campeon de campeones, 
four. This one. I think it's four. Now this will be the fifth one. Right. So, like I said, this is the only team in recent years who has been who has been toe to toe with those defense matches. Um, in terms of just the overall game, I I'm feeling actually pretty confident against Tigres. Um, I know Chris had mentioned that we haven't really been, I guess, tested in like in, in a strong way this league. Yeah, which you're right. I, I don't think we have either. But if we look at what Tigres done this league, they really haven't been tested either. So they tied two two in their first leg against Puebla. So they struggled against Puebla. And the only reason why they beat them so badly at home is because they had a red card. They beat Pumas in the Ida. Pumas had a red card. They beat Pumas in the Vuelta. Pumas had a red card. You know, so they've always played teams with 10 men. Uh, so they, they haven't really been tested 11 v 11, like, strongly. And the time that they did against, against Pumas in the Vuelta, Pumas almost went up to nothing on them in their house. If it wasn't for that, that Vuelta miss. So it just, it seems like, it seems like they, they had, they struggled a little bit going against good 11s. Um, and I, I think that we are the best 11 in the league. Uh, so hopefully that kind of just, or Gardinelli sees that. Maybe adapts to it a little bit and kind of almost doesn't let Tigres into their game or don't let them play their game. Um, I know that that's easier said than done, especially when the first game being over there. Um, we we have we, we do have our, our work cut out because I think this is the only thing that could beat us. Um, so you know it, it's time to see what that is really made up and what these players are really made up and if they really are the ones to bring home the fortune. You know what the the interesting thing about this matchup is. It feels like this is going to be the first time we're going to see these two teams go at it head to head because the game that we had in during the regular season, America was already qualified, right? We didn't need to even show up again to that game. We were already points ahead of, and, and of Monterrey. It right? didn't matter if they won or lost, right? They were. Yeah. No matter what they did, they were still going to be in that position. So it didn't really matter. So we kind of saw that being reflected out on the pitch. We got that dull and that very boring zero zero at the Volcan. But we all kind of left like, ah, it's okay. Like, yeah, we could have won it. They could have won it. No one really wanted to kind of, you know, was that, push was on the gas pedal. Matchup? Huh? Was that the last matchup of the season? Yeah. 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 So that so that was a break game, right? But I remember Christian yeah. was a bit about that. I'm not mistaken. Right, because like, like you and missed it at the end, but he had a chance to score. <laughs> but yeah. Yes, that that's why. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> but see, even then though, we didn't even play at a hundred, and we still almost won that game. Yeah, that, yeah, exactly. Like not mm-hmm. even Diego got that. Right, exactly. And the players have already been at the mm-hmm. so they know what it's like. Maybe obviously it's not going to be the same atmosphere on Thursday, right? But at least they 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 know the pitch now. They're a little familiar. Now it's this this Tigres eleven hasn't been to our to our Azteca yet. Yeah, no, they haven't. And, and and not in the environment that I think it's definitely going to be. I mean, no, <laughs> tickets yeah, are, yeah, no, no, are, are crazy not. right now. I don't think it's going to be a sellout, like 100% a sellout. Well, both, like both I, stadiums are going to sell out for sure. Yeah, no, of course. And I think America, I think America is going to follow in, in, in what Miguel Ayun said after the San Luis game, right? That he says that he they apologize for the result and how they played, but that they need their their support come Sunday that they needed to make a living hell for the Tigres players. Uh, they didn't know that we were playing Tigres at the time, but whoever we were going to be playing, they had to make, uh, I think he said, an infierno. So right. it's going to be interesting. It's going to be uh, very intense. Uh, but like you mentioned, I think this is a good matchup and it should be fun. It, it should be fun to watch. Um, although I'll, I know a lot of us are not going to be having fun watching it just because of everything that's on the line. It's been so long. The promised land it's it's just two games away um <clears throat> so i mean we'll, we'll, we'll have to wait to see um but yeah 
let's 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 talk uh, Tigres and what America needs to do in order to make sure that we lift that trophy. Christian, give me your predicting start eleven, and then we'll kind of go from there. I, I I think we don't we don't change anything. We just go what's been working for us, right? Have Malagón in net. Um, actually, this is this is actually the 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 talking point of the I guess of the whole podcast is who do we start at right back? Do we go with the player we've been playing in Miguel Ayun, which I know many people are not gonna like it, right? And including myself, including myself, but he actually has been playing pretty well. Um, really hasn't been messing up that much. Um, and it seems like you know Kevin's injury or his his sickness has been taking a toll on him. Um, uh, because even the times he did play, he didn't look at a hundred, and it seemed like he was making these little rookie mistakes. Um, so I do think that it's gonna go with Layun for the first leg. Um, so we'll put Layun, Cáceres, uh, Igor, and Luis Fuentes in the back line. Uh, Fidalgo and Jonathan Santos in the midfield. On the right, it would be Alex Andejas. Uh, on the left, it would be Quinones. Behind the striker would be Diego Valdez and our striker would be Anthony. Okay. Do any of you object to that? Anything to add on to that? Take away anything? You guys are all good with that? No, no one's going to say anything about the home Miguel Ayun situation. Well, I mean, if, if Kevin's 100, then, then give me Kevin. But at this rate, I mean, what, what else do we put a putty? He could not have back. It's tough though. It's tough because obviously we signed Kevin for this reason. For this very yeah. moment that we're about to live on Thursday and Sunday is the reason why we signed Kevin Alvarez. And the fact that unfortunately he's not at a hundred, I don't think he's still at a hundred. Um, it just sucks that we may have to go in with Miguel Layun, but granted he hasn't been playing that bad. Well, let me ask you guys this. Who do you rather have? Parking lightning, which I know is the obvious answer, but based on this Ligia, who do you are you comfortable with Layun? Because he's That's not playing problem. bad offensively. Offensively, he's not playing yeah. bad, but defensively, you see Sendejas drop a lot to help him out, and it's cost Sendejas game. There's a lot of criticism for him, but because he's dropping back and helping Layun out, right? When it when, when Kevin Alvarez is out there. He's not doing that much, and you see and, a better uh, version of in the Vuelta. It was, it was, it was Kevin starting, right? Yeah, yeah. Like right. Was. Okay, and then, and then that, that that's how that's how I think they had one good play with Kevin and um and Alex on that right side. It seems like they just understand each other because I guess that's just the way they've been playing all season long, right? So you may opt for like, I guess the, the experience per se, um that aspect. But like I said, though, if he's not at a hundred, do you risk it in a final? That is that is going to be the big question for Harina to answer. I, I I think we can all agree that all those other ten players are non movable, right? I mean, you stick with, you stick with what you got. <clears throat> That's going to be the real question. Uh, I am very curious to see what is going to be leaked in the next upcoming days. I think with with the training, we usually get an idea of what Harina wants to play a day or two before. So again, we'll see what happens. I think tomorrow is going to be a big day training wise. And then we'll go from there. But um, I think like Dylan said, if you don't have a Kevin that's at 100%, you put in Layun, who seems to be playing. And I think it's very motivating seeing as how he is about to retire. And this is kind of his kind of last hurrah and is, is kind of ideal situation to kind of finish his career at the top. So, I mean, <clears throat> we'll see. I, I think we might be in good hands in that sense regardless. Look, whoever is going to be playing on that wing, is gonna have to come and drop and help. 
Regardless, Quinones is already going to have to do it with Fuentes because Lord knows that man gets burned for pace, but just the right-hand side is going to have to develop with that. And and I know the criticism has fallen under Sendejas, but I honestly, I see it too, Chris. I see him dropping. I see him doing kind of the dirty work. And just because he's not being as productive up front as we usually have him do, I'm, I'm okay with it because I still see that hustle. I still see that work. Sure, a couple of passes may not string along, but you still see kind of that heart and that dig of, okay, I need to go and I need to push. And so I'm okay with Seneca starting there. Um, and Leo Suarez definitely didn't fill any of us with confidence after that game against San Luis. So <laughs> we'll see there. Um, AJ, what is, uh, what is the one thing that this America side needs to do that, that needs to get perfect, like to the T away at Tigres in order to walk away with a good result? The final third, that's the most important thing. Scoring goals in that first game at the Volcan is most important. The Volcan is a fortress. Any team that visits there, these are always going to give them the hardest time. With us having guys, you know, like Henry Martin, Diego Valdez, Quinones, they has us the four guys to look at when it comes to scoring those goals. Quinones has got to capitalize on those chances we get because there's been like times to fight him, like conserving a lot and scoring goals in important games for us. We just need to make the most odd opportunities because we're looking at these defense and we're looking at those center back I definitely he can take advantage of those guys it's that's up to him though, to put that ball in the back of the net if you need that pass from Sundas or from Valdez or Henry who tends at times not even wanting to shoot he gives that chance to whoever he can find so that's for Kinoas I just need Kinoas or put that ball in the back of the net that's all I need from him with Valdez as well you know just for him to just get, the, uh, get those good looks at goals he's seen you know, him we see that he has a shot outside the box. Now, if you could take any of those chances, you know, to give, you know, Nahuel Guzman a scare, I would like to see that spin up for Henry. Ever come back from injury, he's been really key for America on the attack again. He didn't even set up place where his team is just really good. And he even scored goals, too, when he was like a really great call. So, and then for Zendaya, just for him to just keep doing his best thing, just hope he doesn't have to drop back too much to Salim. You know, I think it's going to be inevitable that he's going to have to drop back. But if we can if hopefully we can depend on you to do his job in securing line nest and let Alonis Dennis do his thing in that final third with Valdez, Quinones, and Henry, that would be wonderful. So I look for this America side in that final third. Take your chances, convert those chances into goals. And and hopefully goals into titles. Kevin saying he might go shirtless if we lift that 14th. So I think we'll all go with you there, Kevin. I think we'll all go shirtless. Um, we take your shots. <clears throat> In the park, straight from the trophy. Fourteen till. shots. <laughs> oh damn! <laughs> yeah, <four. laughs> All righty. Well, Dylan, I've mentioned this um, throughout this whole Liga series. I, the most important thing for this America side is going to be the fundamentals, right? The, the 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 thing that's carried them so much throughout this season is going to be just that much more detrimental come the Liga. We've seen them in a couple of games, especially the San Luis first leg. When they do things right, things click, and it seems like no one really has an answer for it. And at least no one in this league has had one. What is it that you're looking at in, in regards to all of this? What does America need to do besides this whole final third? Um, I think, I think the good run in the digital that, that's what's been is going to be key to a lot of the other final third. Um when you look at the way, especially the San Luis game, uh 
had a segue. John, I think Chris mentioned it. Um, um, I think I think it was John said like you know, um, he he could tell the difference between when Richard was in there too, and how some of the players make a difference. Um, but I really get a look at digital because uh, you have some options there. Obviously, go and and John starting like like Christian said, that's what we we're kind of thinking and what's been kind of working for us too. But um, you know, if these players can't go the whole night, the next person up. Um, so I think this midfield is going to be key, especially in controlling and you know, getting the ball back. You know, getting it to you know either Valdez, Jonas, or Henry somehow. Um, give us a, give us a shot to walk away, even if it's just before the ball in the book. I agree. Goals are important, and even if you can just get one and kind of run with it, it's going to be important. Chris, you you talked about styles and and how this this Tigre style might match up against this America style. Defensively speaking, what do we need to be on the lookout for? The wing. We need to be able to stop Lightning, uh, Luis Quinones. I think Cordoba moves to the to the right a lot too. That's why I think stylistically we're not we're not we're we're so uh we're not as uh well matched up against because if it is like you you know you have Linus who play is playing very good you know a lot of people hate on him and stuff but if really watch those theaters game he is a very key player for them you gotta have someone on him and I think even if it's Kevin Kevin Alvarez I do think Sendeja has dropped a little bit more with him. I think it's gonna be one of those things where you see these players drop a little bit more. And on the on the left side, we're the same thing, Luis Fuentes, right? I think Luis Fuentes isn't as bad at defending, but if but he does get comfortable going up a bit. And becomes one of those situations where he goes up, you're gonna start seeing those gaps that we against Tigger is gonna be very dangerous. And if you have a Ibanez or a Kinyak in the center, it becomes a very ugly situation. I'm comfortable with our center back, but you know, it's, you know, it, it's hard not to look at Cáceres and say, you know, you have a history of messing up. Can will it happen in this in this final? Hopefully not, but you can't give those opportunities where they could they could be errors. I, I I'm I opt for the option of uh, bringing in Ramon Juarez for the second leg if if need be because Cáceres does worry me. In, in just this trajectory of always having a big mistake in big games. Um, <clears throat> so, I mean, let's, let's, uh, let's hope for the best. I mean, I, I think this is a perfect opportunity for Casares to right his wrongs as well, um, to kind of expunge everything that we kind of correlate him with, uh, all these negative things. But uh, I, we'll have to wait and see. Christian, uh, talk to me about uh, your key player, not for just Thursday before this series who needs to step up and have a big big uh 180 minutes it's gonna be our number 10 Diego Valdez I think if he can really really get back into like the true form that we that we all know he showed throughout the season I don't think there's anyone stopping I don't think I don't think there's anyone better than him in the whole league um when he's in that mode and when he's distributing places and when he's distributing plays to Quinones when he's making those passes to Henry and he's associating himself with Hidalgo and Quinones. Uh, and they're just making these 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 uh these triangle plays, giving goes, uh screens. It's it's a whole different world out there for us on the offensive side. And like you guys said, the only way the only way we're gonna win a championship is if we score goals. 
And we're gonna need our number ten to to really really light this one up. Um, just make make their 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 um their CDM and their background to live in hell. Um, uh, we all know he has the potential the potential to do so. It's just about showing up on the day. Um, he has two games to do that, and hopefully we we get the best out. of All right, Diego Valdez, I like it. Hopefully, because he had a shocker of a game against San Luis. I mean, just couldn't control the ball, couldn't pick a pass. Just, I I just hope he was getting everything bad out of his system. Come these two games against Tigres, he's nothing but a uh, but a showstopper. So let's let's see what happens. Dylan, I have a hunch as to who your man's gonna be, but I'm still gonna ask you who is that man that needs to be detrimental for this America to lift the 14th. Well, I'm gonna come out of left field here because not who you think it's gonna be. I'm actually gonna go with Gelayun, especially oh, right. if, if Kevin is not game. And I say that because this man knows what it look by the colors. Sure, you know his second, you know it has you know, but obviously, like Christian said, he hasn't been playing too bad. But I think this man. Knows what I think this guy knows that he has a lot for because he wants to go out on top. So he's seen this team before too. Um, been with the club like I mentioned, and there's a lot right because you know first then you know I, I, especially I think back to the 2013 final against Jordy, the first champion, first title I've club lived. But I think that's what he wants. I think that's what he's saying. I think that's where we're going to see a different Miguel Ayun even better than what he has. So I'm really looking for him, especially since we talked about that right side. And you know, it's going to be a little trouble for, for, uh, for when it comes to defending. So I'm looking at him to have really, I think, what could be the, the best last two years of his career, you know, especially with the club, a club that's really um, propelled, especially whenever he's gone to Europe. You know? I, I think this is going to be a great, uh, great way for him to enter too if he can step up and just be a key player, especially on that right hand side. And he knows what it is to win a title against Tigres. So mm-hmm. exactly, mm-hmm. right? Got to channel that inner, inner thought, inner feeling, and uh, it's 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 going to be interesting, nonetheless. But um, all right, AJ, who is your man for this final? I want to go ahead and Martin. This is the game where I truly feel like if he can lift himself um the 14th plus, I think he's still himself as a club legend for this team. And since this comeback from injury, he's been provided to this entire team on the attack and on this end as well. He's got himself good solid amount of goals, solid amount of assists, and he's been giving his 110% every single game that he's been playing for us ever since coming back from injury. When he first got injured, it was a blow to this team. Technically, the team was able to do work with Dom and on the heading about to back. He's been key in our run to this final. I feel like that's going to be the guy that I'm going to be looking at to be scoring the goals for America. He's done all, he's doing a lot as a player ever since the first time. We looked at him as some guy who only scored, I think, what, less than 20 goals, like over 100 something games with Tijuana. And we criticized, like, this is the guy we're going to. We're going to look at for the goals. We're going now, years later, to be signed this guy, and he's just grown tremendously as a player, becoming a captain of this team, um, showing up into the big games. And now he has himself to win another title with America. And I feel like this is a man who's going to be key 
in order for America to lift that 14. All right. And like, I think, I don't remember who mentioned it, but has an opportunity to really kind of institutionalize himself as a legend, you know? And I think it was Chris who said it, yeah, as, as a legend of, of this club. And really, that's, that's what he can be if he lifts up that trophy. So it will be interesting. Chris, who is your man for this final? Man, I got. I want to name a bunch of players. If I'm being honest with you, I think it's it's hard to pick one because it's situational football, right? It, it really depends on how the game goes and everything. But I'm gonna have to say Fidalgo. I think I was leaning a little bit to Kevin Alvarez, but then I really thought, you know, what if right? And I don't think this game will be live or die based on Layun. But I do think it is. It might be live or die de- depending on Fidalgo and even Jonathan Dos Santos. I think this is going to be like many games, a battle of the midfield. And I think Fidalgo in the last game, it showed that we missed Fidalgo. I think Richard Sanchez is on his, I think Jonah is just a perfect uh, uh, partnership with him. And I think Fidalgo really needs to show like, hey, like I'm here to make my mark, and if it's almost time to leave, or I want everyone. I came here for one reason, and that's for championship. And you guys are gonna remember me with championship. There's a lot of players, bro, that that have left marks in our in our in our uh, in our club that didn't win anything. And I don't think Fidalgo wants to be that. And I, so for me, it has to be Fidalgo. I think Fidalgo needs to show why why everyone loves him, right? Needs to show that all those stats mean something, and while I do agree, Henry Martin also has to from just from a a, a longevity uh, thing with the club, right? I I think Fidalgo is just there with him. I think Fidalgo needs to show, hey, like I'm wearing a legendary number. I'm where everyone loves me. Every, everything just has to be perfect for him. And then like like last season, right? He causes a, a final or a, a final appearance. In, in against Chivas, so it's it, it's not haunting them or anything. But at the same time, I do think for him, it's like I can't be remembered for that. I have to be remembered for this. So I'm, I'll go. I think everything has to go perfect, or if it's not perfect, just has to be a, one of the greatest from Fidalgo in this club. Yeah, and you know what? He seems like the type of player that really wants to put his team on his shoulders, and so. <clears throat> I think Christian will agree with this. Whenever he's not on the pitch, we 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 miss him and we miss him dearly. So. I try to say that, but Brian doesn't agree with me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, <clears throat> I think you might be converting Brian to a believer if uh, Fidalgo does end up lifting that trophy. So we'll see. Um, <clears throat> as far as my player for for this tournament, and I know a lot of you are going to think, "Wow, wow, really that guy?" But uh, look, I'm going Quinones. I expect I, <laughs> Look, as 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 much as I call him a fraud and everything, like I need him to just completely AJ, you mentioned this early in the podcast too. You need him to score and I need him to be critical in front of goal. Like he can have a hat trick and I'll be the happiest person in the world. Like, that's fine. Like, I don't care. Like, I don't, I do not want to see this man do bad in an America jersey. It just frustrates me every time he does. But I feel like a lot is riding on him. Like, he was the signing 
for America, not just for America, but the league in general kind of took a pause and was like, okay, he's going to America. He's going to have to do big things. And these are the games in where you have to fulfill those shoes, right? Not necessarily ones who were asking him to fill, but he kind of put himself in, in that role, right? And so now I expect him to go on and, 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 and do big things for this America side in 180 minutes. Do what he did in Atlas, like take on players, score amazing goals, like just jaw dropping moments. That is what we want to see in an America jersey. And like, I, I don't know. I had said something when we were talking that Dylan and AJ, maybe it was when I was talking to you guys, we were recording a podcast way earlier back in the season. I said, if, if Quinones was the reason why we won a championship, I was going to do something. I'd have to go back to that episode to see what my punishment is going to be. If, if, and when that, that, that does happen, but ultimately he is detrimental to this America side, just as much as Henry has been, just as much as Diego Valdez is just as much as, uh, Sendejas or Fidalgo and all that stuff. It just, when everything meshes and when everything clicks and when he is at his best, I think this is an America side that's unstoppable. And really that's, that's how this America side has to be. So. I'm going to ask for you guys' predictions come Thursday. All right? AJ, going with you first. Uh, I'd say 2-1 America. I think <clears> we <throat> are going to concede a goal, but we'll get ourselves two goals that at least know we got a lead of some sort heading into the Azteca on Sunday. All right. Okay. Chris, prediction? For Thursday, 1-1. One, 1-1. One. One, one. I, I, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you why I'm going with a, a tie. And it, it has more to do with the fact that in our last two matches, we played too comfortable. And I don't want a lead if that's the approach we're going to have just kind of protect the lead. So I'm cool with a tie, and then I'll give you my prediction for the second. Okay. All right. A draw it is. Christian, what's your prediction? I'm going 2-1 America in the first leg. All right, just like AJ, 2-1. All right, I like it. Dylan, what are you going with? I said it earlier, it's going to be a little scrappy and everything, but I'm just, I think I'm going to take away with the one. Oh, all right. You're right. You took it before I could say it. I like it. I like it. Okay. <laughs> I'm going, I was also going with that one nil, um, which is huge because you take away from that game that you go with an advantage, but you also get a clean sheet. Adds a lot more confidence into that defense. You're going to need it at the Azteca, especially if Tigres is going to be chasing that game, right? You know they're going to come at you full force. But if you said, I shut you out in your stadium, I could shut you out in mine. Um, so, okay. Um, yeah, it's interesting. Interesting. I'm going to ask this just because I asked it last, last, uh, last series and just because I asked it, it happened. But Christian, what are the odds that this game is just done and dusted after oh, the first leg for America? Uh, I think it's, a, it's about a 5% chance. Um, I, I think that's just respecting Tigres just a little bit too much, but I can't deny that they, like I said before, they are, in my opinion, the only team that can beat us in this league um, over a two-game series. I think they're the only one. Um, just for that simple reason, I don't think it's going to be over in the first, but if I see a 3 nothing in, in in Monterrey on Thursday night, hmm, hmm. <laughs> we, all may, we all may just have to buy our tickets to go to Mexico. <laughs> I just did not even go to this thing. Just be outside. Just go, just go to the parties because 
Wait, we don't even just go to stay, just straight to the angel. Yeah. To celebrate yeah, with everybody. Do that. <laughs> exactly. Um, I, I think this is over if, if it becomes a 3 nothing on Thursday. But that being said, though, um, there's a lot of things that has to happen for us, right? Um, I think we have to we have to play even more perfect than what we did against San Luis. Um, and and only then that we'll, we'll come away with the result. But I think just any win in the first leg, I think should fill up a great deal of confidence heading in. All right. Well, let's hope that's the case, right? Let's hope. Um, well, <clears throat> I'll start reading off some predictions here from uh, from uh, the people in the comments section. Yeah, Kevin Paris saying one one away, two one at home. Uh, Luis saying Tigres take the two one lead. Then America goes one of the Azteca aggregate to two. Hence, why he said this game's going to penalties. Oh, Midwestern Cholo saying one one away, but wins three one at home. I like oh, it. I oh, like it. High blood pressure. Yeah. Well, he said it himself. <laughs> He's like, I may develop high blood pressure after Sunday, but it'll be worth it for the chip. So crazy. Ah. Well, all right. We don't know exactly what's going to happen in the second leg. We can't even go and break it down specifically. But gentlemen, off your guys' predictions, off of what you guys just said, give me your scoreline for the second leg. Dylan, I'll throw it to you. 2-1 America. Christian. We're campeones Sunday, boys. 3-1 America. 3-1. All right. I like it. Chris. 3-0 America. Wow, there is some confidence in you there. All right. Okay. AJ. We won't get three, but it'll be a 2 0. I'm confident. Where if America are like in form at the Azteca, no one cannot beat us at the Azteca, especially if it's a sold out crowd. 2 0, America. All right. I like it. I like it. Well, I guess all that is is left with me, and I'm going with, I'm going with you, AJ. I'm going 2 0, America, the Azteca. We sign it, seal, deal, deliver it. 14th is our, we lift the trophy, and gentlemen, we are again the biggest and continue to be the best club in Mexico. And I'll just throw it out there in all of CONCACAF as well. The whole so, world, the world. We're doing the whole the world. world. The whole world. The whole world. <laughs> the whole world indeed. Well, <clears throat> gentlemen, after talking to you guys, it's made it a lot more real. Butterflies are starting to creep up inside my stomach. We are just less than 48 hours from America playing the first leg. And then hopefully come Sunday at the end of the night, this game is wrapped up and America is lifting that 14th title. So with that said, gentlemen, it's been a crazy ride this season. And whatever happens, I just want to thank all of you deeply from the bottom of my heart. You guys have done an amazing job. AJ, thank you so much for everything you do behind the scenes. Guys, Chris, I know you always come on the podcast whenever it is that we we need to record. So thank you so much, Christian. Dylan, I know life gets in the way and it's hectic it's crazy but i know you guys are out there in the background doing your thing as well so thank you guys so much and of course most importantly to all of our listeners to every single one of you guys in the chat that's always here week in and week out whenever we do record thank you so much for making this a reality and thank you for helping us continue to be what we are and do what we do so gentlemen all i ask is that you guys go enjoy yourselves have a wonderful time enjoy it and know that at the end of the day if God permits, we are going to be lifting a trophy and we are all going to go down a little bit in the history books as America lifts at 14th. So with that said, you guys want to add anything else? Dios quiere. All right. Dios quiere. I like it. Okay. 
Anyone else? Yep. Yep. Nice. I like it. I like it. The question is, are you going? I'll let you guys know soon. All right. Christian might be our boots on the ground. We'll see what happens. Um, but yeah. All right, gentlemen. I won't keep you guys tied up any longer. Thank you guys so much. You guys enjoy yourselves. Have some fun. We'll be talking all week. And then of course we'll be back next week to hopefully party like like America's coming. We're taking shots. Taking yeah. shots. And and if we don't win, we're taking shots from uh for, for from the, sadness. For the sadness. <laughs> all right, guys. Well, you guys have a wonderful time. Take care. And as always. As always, remember, guys, Arriba la America. Good night. Ladies and gentlemen, this was another production of the Eagle Eye Podcast. The number one source for all things Club America in English. Make sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Eagle Eye Podcast and get all the latest news and coverage. And subscribe to our podcast wherever it is you may listen.